Good evening. And now, the Inspirational Quarterly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inspirational Quarterly. I am the host for this week, Subsorian, and I'd like to introduce our contestants, uh, Davey and Kara. Hello. 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 Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here on the Inspirational Quarterly. I'm. Yes. Uh, this is a big. This is a big, exciting. A big, exciting week for me. Yes. Um, my, my podcast that I I totally run now. Um, this is. I have taken it over. This is mine. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here on the Inspirational Quarterly. I've, I've honestly, I've, I've heard so much about it, and I know it's really famous in the StarCraft community now. So thank it, you exactly. For it is the premier podcast reading the seminal work StarCraft Ghost Nova. So, I, all of all of my friends in the StarCraft uh, lore community have been telling me about this podcast. Hey, uh, I, we joke, but I've been I've been proposing this to people. And it's like this is the weirdest concept I've heard, and I need to see this now. <laughs> so it's it's catching on a little in what communities left. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Bring it back. We're bringing back the StarCraft community. Even my uh, even my wife's getting into it. So, <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I am Amazing. very happy to be here for this uh, holiday episode. Uh, this uh, uh, holiday game show we're gonna do. Um, and uh, I don't know anything about this. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I know. I don't really know anything about what we're doing here today um because of course i'm the guest on our podcast not the exactly host. um so okay to explain because davy and kara have spent the past oh gosh how long has it been since y'all started it's like a year now right we started in february so yeah, it's, it's been, been almost like a, year. a year it's getting almost there a year but yeah. just immersed in the deep lore of starcraft so i'm here to certify you two as starcraft lore masters with a simple question and answer on some of the uh deeper aspects of the lore Mm. Um, Which some of the I expect to know all of because of how thoroughly I've been reading StarCraft Ghost Nova. I don't expect oh. there will be anything in here that I don't have perfect answers to. Not at all. And yeah, some of these you'll you'll know from your reading of the book, and some of these you'll definitely know because you're all StarCraft lore masters. Because of uh, the erotic fan fiction that we read. Yes, of course. Thank you. If um, these small rules, um, you might want to Google image search some of these to remind yourself when we get to units. And feel free to prod me if you haven't need a hint in the right direction or anything. But I fully expect you'll all know these. This shouldn't be a problem at all. So perfect. So I just I just want to have like a I just want to put like a kind of warning on the tin here that um, every time we read StarCraft Goes Nova, I have forgotten what was written on the previous page. So <laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> And I've been taking notes and rereading the book in my spare time. So Nerd. that's not true. I haven't been doing that. <laughs> you haven't studied for this? Uh, look, <laughs> look, look. How much StarCraft lore can there really be? All right. Come on. <laughs> I ask myself that every day. <laughs> uh are we competing are are we is this Ooh, are we going head to head oh we can do that 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 okay. might that i was just gonna do you all pull your answers together to come up with something but i kind of like keeping track of the score okay oh, uh, all right all right all right all right 
I've got. I, I'm not looking up. I'm not going to look up any answers, but I do have Google okay. open if, if 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 we need to look up like. Oh yeah, yeah. What I, something looks like. What, you you definitely are going to need Google to look up some uh, what some of these things look like, and okay. I will do I will do closest answer because yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think this is going to be a precision uh, podcast. Okay, perfect. All right. So without further ado, let's get started. I'm uh, ready. Question, question one. The novel StarCraft Ghost Nova was published as a tie-in to the canceled game StarCraft Ghosts. Who or what were going to be the main enemies Nova fought in StarCraft Ghosts? And as you've read this novel very clearly, as it ties in, you would you could extrapolate this answer. Who or what? How, uh... The the buffalo... The buffalo... Yes, you killed buffalo! All right. Here's what I'm going to say, all right? I think I think it's Arcturusk-Mensk, but I'm going to say that specifically Arcturusk-Mensk is threatening buffalo production on Antigua Prime, and that that's the nature of the conflict that's, that Nova is called in to resolve uh, in, in the video game, Star, in the canceled video game StarCraft Ghost. Actually, does the antique even show up? I, I need a. I haven't checked that. Um, funnily enough, Arcturus is actually kind of a good guy in this game. Well, good. He's on. He's on Nova's side. The answer is uh, the Spectres, who are a renegade group of ghosts that take crazy gas and decide to rebel against Manx. They're going to be the main. <laughs> what? That's not in the book at all. <laughs> where's yeah. Where's Fagin? Where's Where's Malcolm? Well, Come on. <laughs> No, clearly it's, I mean, if you're going to read StarCraft Ghosts, it's going to, yeah. I think I even mentioned this in my email to you. Yeah, the, the book set up nothing for the game. God, that's so wild. Like, and especially, <laughs> even, even if I were, even if I were, even if I were following the book, like the idea, like the book, the book's whole thing is like Arturus Menks is going to come here and destroy everyone. I, I thought I was at least in the ballpark there, but I was completely <laughs> it, wrong. Menks is there. Uh, but you're actually protecting him. <laughs> oh, of course, duh. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, who 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 was closer? Uh, I'm gonna give it to Davy because at least Manx was a character in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The buffaloes are so important. So serious. I, I was gonna give it to you if Antigua Prime was a planet in the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure Antigua Prime isn't a planet in the game? You know, I'm actually not. The, the game went through like 10 different revisions and it went through two different entire studios where they scrapped the game. So for all I know, it could have been. <laughs> all right, well, I'm taking my point. I'm not arguing. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stop debating you on my win. All right. Um, question, oh, I, I, these are all out of order, but whatever. Uh, question two. One of the most powerful breeds of the Ultralisk uh, is named the Torask. What special trait does the Torosk have? Can I look the do we look up? You can look at it. It won't an image will help, but you can look up the how, what it looks how like. How do you spell this? T uh, T-O-R-R-A-S-Q-U-E. Oh my god, of course. Of course it's and oh, uh, yeah. Alright, so this is like a big sort of rhinoceros looking thing with giant like cleaver hands. So what, what was the question? <laughs> what special trait does this does this specific kind of ultralisk have? It has a giant it has giant tusks. 
Well, that's uh, but that's no, but that's a visual that, like that's a yeah. that's a visual trait, right? You mean like what's a what's yeah? It a, has it has some special ability. Yeah, so it's got to attack uh, buildings. No, that's its ability. Uh, it's a it's something. Uh, yeah, it's something that it's. <sighs> I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. It's the only Zerg. It's the only unit. The only Zerg creature that is capable of love. All the rest of them. <laughs> is this the rest... your erotic readings, Davy? Yes. Hey, that was that was a um, Zergling. Okay, that what that Zergling felt was not love. What that Zergling felt was physical passion, and there is a big difference. Okay. Could it so, turn into a vehicle? That Zergling oh. did not understand connection w- with another on an empathic, uh, emotional level, is what I'm saying. So, so Davy's going with love. Yes. Um, what does Kara <laughs> go with? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's that it can... It, it can turn into a vehicle or some... It's like a transformer. It can turn into like a turret or something. I don't know. Okay, so the answer is it reincarnates when it dies. Torosk in a reference to the to the Torosk of D&D. Um, Which is I'll, like love, if you yeah. think about it, sort of. I'll give it to Kara because there actually is a cross ultralist car... Uh, Car uh, robot named the Apocalypse. No so that's, that's that's my stretch, Al. <laughs> I love it. I love how far I love how far you have to reach to connect what? one of our, either Look, of our answers to reality. I'm trying. <laughs> it's a, we could be picking words out of a hat, and you would yes. and you would be finding. All right, cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay, all right, one to uh, one. One to one. Um, number three. What is the name of the device Fagin used to control Nova that slowly degraded his mental faculties? Oh, what's the name of it? It actually it comes up a lot in later works. Huh. That's interesting. I just, I like, until this moment, I didn't realize that we didn't know the name of the thing. We don't know the name of it. The, the Cybrator. Ooh, that's good. Can I use Cybrator? Can I also say Cybrator? cybrator? <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, it's the. Mm, I, here's what I'm gonna. I think it has a number on it. I think it's like the, the brainomatic ten thousand, is what I'm gonna say. Okay. Well, that'll go to Kara because it is the size screen. Oh, so she got my part God. of it. Right. Oh, because I had Psy in it. Yes. But every there are so many things in StarCraft that just start with Psy. <laughs> Anything really psionic related is the Psy blank. Yeah, that yeah, okay. now, now seems pretty obvious in retrospect. All right, and this one should be a fun one for you all. Garth Duke was survived briefly in the games with his yes. by his relative Edmund Duke. What was Edmund Duke's role in the games? Wait, he survived briefly. Uh, he dies pretty quickly, <laughs> or in the he doesn't last the whole game. <laughs> Okay. He's in the tutorial. He's the tutorial guy. <laughs> See, I kind of sorta. I did look this up because when we were back, because when we were trying to figure out who specifically Garth Duke is and his relation to everything else in the StarCraft universe, I did end up looking like on the wiki page for Edmund Duke. This was 
a calendar year ago. So I that, don't know if I remember everything. From that's it. what I was counting on. Yeah. Um, so what's wait? What's the question? What it, What is his role in the games? What's his role? Oh, I do. I know this. I actually know this. Sort of. Carrie, you go first because I don't want you to steal my answer. <laughs> I, I already said like. Uh, well, okay. So um, he he leads some kind of rebellion and gets killed in the middle of it. Okay. All right. I, I actually sort of know this. It's the opposite. He gets brainwashed by the enemy and becomes one of them. I, it's the Protoss or the Zerg or one of them, but they make him into like a zombie dude and he's like, fight you. he fights the humans, the good guys. Oh. Hilariously, Kara is much closer. What? <laughs> what? What? Yes, uh, he gets that. So that's the UNN report that came out. That's actually completely wrong. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, the UNN report is fabricated. He joins Manx voluntarily and helps reform his military. Did, hand, did Handy Anderson fucking gaslight me? Yes, you actually yeah. just got gaslit by Handy Anderson. Oh my god! Oh my god. No, never trust no. UNN. He's his his iron grip is everywhere. But he was general of Alpha Squadron was the main oh answer. God. But yes, he he uh, he joins Makes Rebellion, no. and then dies at, when the Dominion is founded. Wait, so okay, how how close was I to the to the fake story? Um, not quite. You, you, so you got the mind control <laughs> part right. Uh, he jo- but he was he was. They said he was mind controlled by Manx, not the Protoss and the Zerg. Oh my god, this is all None of this is none of this none. is all garbage nerd nerd bullshit that none of it none of what none of this matters. It's what matters. I say to myself every day. None of this matters anyway. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right come on. All right. All right, all right. <clears throat> okay. Uh okay. when do you when the United Earth Directorate invaded the Caprulu sector in the Brood War, they left technology behind that accelerated the technology of the sector Terrans. Name one area of technology that was improved. Nuclear technology. Horticulture. <laughs> um, um, uh, area of technology. Sex toys. That was my, I gave my answer. Are you taking your answer back? <laughs> name one though, but I'm trying yeah. to name them all. Yeah, that's not fair. You don't get to <laughs> submit five answers. Pick okay, one. the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it to Davy because yes. he's actually closer. Medical technology. I'm. I'm lumping that with medical tech. It's medical tech, rocket tech, and artificial intelligence. All right, um, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, so it's two to three. Kara's Kara's in the lead. Okay. I am so far doing significantly better on answers that I wildly guess in the dark than the ones that I've actually looked up and studied. <laughs> so this is this is a this is a good sign going Do it. forward. Just gotta keep going. Just gonna, uh, all right. I don't. I fortunately for me, the amount I don't know about StarCraft is vastly larger than the things I do know. So we're, <laughs> we're. I expect we'll be more in my comfort zone of radical ignorance for the rest of this. Yes. Well, we'll see. Um, all right. Next question. Okay. How did the Protoss hero Tassadar kill the Zerg Overmind? How, how did the Protoss hero Tassadar 
kill the Zerg over. Did he unleash a virus on the Zerg? Oh, too soon, Kara. Too soon. <laughs> Did he put COVID in their coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Did he invent COVID? Um, I, with COVID. I, I saw a YouTube video and it said uh, anyway um, <laughs> okay how did you can't Pro- say that they died from love or something <laughs> I can say whatever I want the love <laughs> answer no the love answer lost me that question okay never mind I was gonna say that. I thought I I thought the love answer was successful, but it wasn't. Got you through. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, okay. How do, this is a Protoss, and the Protoss are invisible. So I'm going to say that this Protoss became invisible and then went inside the Zerg and then uninvisibled. Like, okay, all right. Follow, follow me here, okay? What's this dude's name? Tassadar. Tassadar, okay. So Tassadar invents a device that, like, ant-mans himself down into a tiny little thing, right? And then crawls inside the Zerg Overmind and then expands himself, like... He, like, crawls into the heart of the Zerg Overmind. There's, like, a big beating heart, you know? And he has to, like, dodge past, like, arteries and shit, you know? And kidneys are flying around or whatever the Zerg, you know, uh, organs are. It's like, pew, pew, pew. And he crawls into the heart. And then he, yell- and then he yells, like, I'm, this is, who's ready for a heart attack? And then does the hits the button on his wrist and expands and then like blows up the heart from the inside. But it makes him too big because the technology was wasn't tested correctly. And he becomes way too big and he crushes the whole Zerg everything from like being becoming so massive that he steps on all of it and he's like, oops, my bad. And then that's yeah, okay, that's my answer. You were so close to an actual, not quite the right answer, but an actual answer that would have, <laughs> and then it went off the rails. Wait, do, wait, do, you, do you mean, do you mean I almost, I came, not that I came close to correctly answering, but that I came close to actually so, saying something coherent. Yes, then that Tassadar, like Tassadar turning invisible and assassinating the uh, assassinating like leaders of the swarm was a thing that happened. Uh, the answer is he rammed his ship into the Overmind and exploded in uh, dark in Dark Templar energy. But those are the people who turn invisible, and he learned from them how to destroy the head of the Zerg. Basically, wait, what was Kara's answer? Uh, virus. So, oh, virus! You were, you were, you were closer, Davy. I, I did that to you. I, my answer involved the dude making physical contact with the Zerg thing. So yes. I think that I feel like that counts for me. And I, I'm and just gonna least... like say words from now on. <laughs> just like say some like half an hour worth of words. If you talk I... long enough, one of the parts of the answer <laughs> is more statistically likely to coincide with the truth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so get get ready for a three hour podcast episode here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. All right. All right. Three to three. Three to three. Three to three. Is the score. What was the name of the claustrophobic henchman of Cliff Nadir sent to kill Constantino Terra of the old families? Oh, God. Edward. Wait. Claustrophobic? Oh, no. You uh, said Edward already. You said Edward. No, it's like the guy who was a claustrophobe, remember? He's not like Edward. He's like one of the henchmen. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the henchmen. He's fucking Jeffrey. Jeffrey, yes. Jeffrey. How did you forget Jeffrey? I don't know. I was just like thinking of like J words. And I just, I didn't say Jeffrey. And Jeffrey's not even J. Jeffrey's a G. Jeffrey's a G. Yeah, it's a G. Kara, what have you been doing? Where have you been? I've honestly I... just been in my own little COVID cocoon. <laughs> I, I really wanted to ask this one because there's so many like diehard, like, ah, oh, I live and breathe Starcraft lore fans who are like, yeah, of course, I know Tastar killed the Overmind with a carrier. But if I ask this question, then they go like, what the fuck's Constantino? What's an old Hell family? Yeah. <laughs> but you immediately one of us is the real <laughs> Starcraft Kara, yeah. fan. Kara knew Edward. I don't think the I don't think most uh, of your Starcraft buddy would buddies would know no, Edward. No, I no wanted, yeah. But then Edward is like he you get to know him a bit better before Jeffrey arrives. So yes. that's why I said Edward. Yeah, well the book people who read the book get to know him better. You and I know Jeffrey a lot better than, than we know <laughs> we Edward. We spent so much time on Jeffrey, haven't we? Like, yeah. like, way more time than he ever deserved, let's be fair. No, he deserved every second of it. How dare you? He is the only pure, he is the only person of pure intention in this entire book, and I will not accept, uh, Except Garth Duke. Except Garth I, thank, Duke. I thank you for being yeah. the, the first people to click those articles in like four years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just records I, us like logging in and looking at the Jeffrey page. <laughs> yeah, is that do you pour over those logs of our of our uh, edits and oh, gaze lo- longingly back at the history <laughs> of our of our time spent on the StarCraft wiki? Of course. We've actually been pretty active lately, surprisingly, but some some more stuff got unearthed. Oh, I wonder so. what has happened recently that could have revitalized StarCraft fandom. Oh, uh, maybe it's not. the Inspirational Quarterly. I was going to, yep. Sir. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you all credit for that. Wait, what maybe did, we what have did... like a thousand lists. Oh, we just, there's just been a bunch of stuff that's been unearthed on uh, in the editor um, that we've just been trying to add. That just like cut material that we hadn't added yet. All right, all right. So, well, I, what I what I love is that you could quiz us about that just as much as you could quiz us about anything oh, else in StarCraft. And we would we would know just as much. I could, couldn't I? Shoot, I need to redo this quiz. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll keep going for now. For yeah, this one. no, I know it. Um, okay, next question. All right. So Fagan in the ch- picture would ship a number. Well, I would, hang on, hang on. I got that point, right? Because I yeah, you got that. I'm sorry, yeah, you got that one. All right, okay, all right. Yes, so four to three. Fagan in the picture would ship and do a number of different drugs during their time in Ghost Nova. Which of these drugs would be legally distributed for medical use in the Ghost program eleven years later? Ooh, this is good. Okay. So, so which one's legalized? Okay, so there's so we've got Hab, Snoke, Crab, um, fuck, what were the, what were the other ones? Hab, Snoke, 
Uh, Kara, do you remember what the other ones are? No, there was one that I thought sounded a bit like LSD, and I'm thinking that one, but I can't remember which one I thought that was. Oh, Turk. Oh, I think Turk. Turk. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think it's Hab, because Hab, I'm pretty sure Hab is heroin, or it's like a heroin. Yeah. Movie. And... Yeah, I think it must be Turk, or maybe it, it could be like Snoke. Hmm. Let's just what, go what, with what, Turk. What is it? What, what is it? What is it used for? Or what? Or what? Are, what are your? What's um, the? I'll, I'll give it. It is used by the Ghost Program. I'll give I, you a hint that it is used as a downer. A downer. A well, wait. Hang on. Now that makes me wonder if Hab, if it was Hab after all, because because I think I think Hab was right i'm gonna say hab i'm gonna say hab kara i am just gonna go with my original answer turk davy's right it is hab that hey. yeah they uh the, the drug like i said the drugs get used a lot <laughs> well what hab is, is like a re more like recognizable yeah property. it's also they seem to kind of use it as like almost a marijuana, like an addi more addictive marijuana in later works. It's not quite heroin, oh. but. But it's like injectable, isn't it? Like it's like something that it's like a stim. Yeah. Well, this, minor. this, it, it, yeah, it gets you down um, or calms you. Whereas Turk is, yeah, yeah you, you got, you got it right. Turk is like more, gets you hype. LSD yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is this a thing that like StarCraft nerds know? Do they Absolutely. know the drugs? Absolutely not. This is like a not. big. This is like no, no, this is, no. Okay. <laughs> this is exclusively book. The, the games, the games have stim packs, and that's about it. So what's, in those, it. what's what's in the stim packs? Uh, stim packs are artificial adrenaline and just a bunch of just random like drugs to make like you be or fight better. Like, yeah, yeah. In the game that you can use a stim pack and it takes off half your health, but it makes your um, hit points go up, Davy. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. What? I'm sorry, yeah. it takes half your health and makes your hit points go up? So, like, as in, like, it gives, makes your damage go up. Yeah, it, it, it increases your attack speed and movement speed, but you take take some damage. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, God, yeah, D, no, it's it's like a DPS I'm just, thing. I'm just surprised. All I'm saying is I'm surprised that... Starcraft dorks don't have like a, the stim pack is 17% Snoke and 21% Turk. And our, our, our breakdown of stim packs only comes from before Keith decided to give the, uh, give, give the drug scene a bit of pizzazz. Well, ah. here's, then let me tell you, if only someone could talk to Keith and ask him <laughs> a specific chemical breakdown of stim packs. Keith is going to influence more StarCraft lore than the creators. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. All right. I want to know, I, just as a side question, I would be really curious of, in the StarCraft wiki, of total character pages, uh, like, because like obviously different, you know, you can you can definitively say there are characters, yes, like identifiable characters. What percentage of total character pages in the StarCraft wiki were created by Keith, or were a character uh, Keith invented? I don't know how you would I don't know how you would determine that, but so I'm a, that's a statistic I'm curious about. There are let me there are 177 characters in StarCraft Ghost Nova because we do have this categorized. Oh really? Yes. Um, 
there are so he did a the first issue of a manga so i can't say keith for sure because i'd have to add the two together and then you have to split between the ones he wrote and the ones another author wrote but i can say there's 177 for that keith did and then do you know how many characters there are in the starcraft wiki uh let me see if i can get that no, unfortunately, I'd have to add up all the categories uh, okay. for characters, and there's a lot of those. All right, all right, all right. Well, maybe maybe someday I'll I'll go in there and because I am curious if it's like if it's like one percent of all StarCraft characters, or it's probably a lot less than that. But 177 it's, in one book is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of characters. It's, <laughs> it's it's probably a hefty chunk, but it's not. Yeah, I'd say it's like I don't know, five percent maybe. Five percent. There, there aren't that that no book goes into as much depth of character as Keith. Oh my does. god! One dude invented five percent of the like humans that exist in the StarCraft universe. I'm just, yeah, I'm just ballparking, but yeah, I it love it. Could it's be amazing. All right, anyway. All right, uh, this one I'm excited for. And speaking of Keith, uh, not strictly a StarCraft lore question, but in addition to being a oh, New York well, Times, there goes my field of expertise. <laughs> In addition to being a New York Times bestselling author, Keith Ari DeCando recently received this honor unrelated to the field of literature. Ooh. Um, what could it be? I have an idea. Okay, you say yours. I think Keith won a martial arts tournament. Oh, because he's sad. He told he he, was... he told us that he anyway. I'm not to, but let me, I just that's my guess. That's my guess. Okay, I'm gonna say that he got like a like he's like um maybe he's like an honorary teaching job somewhere like an academic honorary position maybe I don't know. Uh, Davey got it pretty close. He recently earned his black belt in karate. Yes, oh, that's what I nice. thought. Okay, that was like a little, I feel like it was a little cheating because he he did, he did, we, we were emailing with Keith and he did tell us like, oh, he had a, a karate thing to, ah, to shoot. go to. I thought it was so, so clever putting that one in too. Darn it. <laughs> no, no, that's that's funny though because uh, I can't believe I, I remembered that. Like that was such a small thing that like a, such a small detail. And yeah, that's interesting. Got his black yeah. belt. Maybe so, he's gonna put more karate into his novels now. Yeah, why isn't there more karate in uh, StarCraft? Uh, you, uh, I'll spoil that there is some. Wait, is there karate coming Whoa. up? Uh, it's eventually. <laughs> there is karate coming up. Yes, there is karate coming Martial arts coming up. I don't know if okay. it's specifically karate. Can I just say, true story. This is actually a true story. I also have my karate black belt. Oh, okay. You I two do. can you, you two can fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how we are going to determine the true lord of StarCraft. Exactly. Keith, Keith and I are gonna spar a little. I I have a showdown in Eido, but you need a sword for that. And uh, <laughs> that's like when you get attacked in the street and you're like, wait right here, I'll just go to my car. <laughs> so I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did wrestling and that helps you nothing in fighting. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Next question. Well, that, so wait, 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 wait. What's the, what's the score? What's the score? Uh, oh. Six to three. Six to three. Right. Yeah. Davies ahead. 
All right, next question. Um, Protoss quadru... Excuse me. Protoss dragoons are their quadrupedal qu combat walkers. How are dragoons piloted? And feel free to look up uh, an image of them. Protoss dra Dra dragoons with two, two O's. Okay, so these are like big sort of spider mechs. Yes. Okay. How are they piloted? Remotely? They're like remote piloted, maybe? But see, okay, but that's what I was gonna say. But I think I think we have to both get specific about the nature of the remote, uh, the remote connection. Like, like what? What's what's specifically? What is that like? I think, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to love based answers here. I think that a Protoss forms an emotional connection with the drone that has to be nurtured over decades. And then there's like a tele-empathic, you know, like soul bond between them. And they have to like, you have to start, you have to like start, the Protoss have to like start it when they're tight, when they're children and then, and then nurture the bond with their dragoon for, for decades. If I run StarCraft, I'm going to start having you design units, Davey. <laughs> They're piloted by love, and every unit is somehow piloted by love. All right, um, so pi piloted by love, what do you? What have you got, Kara? I guess I I just think that maybe there's like a kind of hive mind that d directs them remotely somehow. That's that's all I can possibly even think of. <laughs> Okay, so it's not remotely piloted. They are wounded Protoss sealed in what is basically a four-legged, I call it a cross between a wheelchair, iron lung, and M1 Abrams. But they are wounded Protoss sealed in a nutrient vat that then go around for a second chance in combat. What? That's amazing. I would never have ever thought of that. <laughs> is, it like a, is it like a you're already hurt, so we'll send you in to die kind of thing? Yeah, it's like a you're too wounded to keep fighting, so we're going to put you in this robot if you want to keep fighting, because all you know is fighting. Um, so you can keep going until you die. So basically Sweet. it's for like people who are like really, you know, committed. To yes. The, to the protest. Get committed, okay. yep. All right. Um, oh, who do I even give that to? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say neither for now, but <laughs> I think that's fair. The, I can't believe it took us until question ten for both of us to be so phenomenally wrong that there was no conclusion, no possible way to assign a point. I thought I thought that would have happened much sooner. It, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised too. <laughs> oh, All right. Dear. All right. Next question. In Breeding the Queen, the story uses yes. the fan name for the Zergling with a chipped horn, Tusky. What is the canonical name Kerrigan gave that Zergling? Oh, what's the canonical? Oh so Tusky is not the canonical name. Yes, it's that's the fan name. Um, I am going to say Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> as, um, as a hint, it's moder it's relevant to Tusky, but Lord okay, so, Tusk. Alright, <laughs> right, hang on. I'm I'm changing my answer. I'm changing okay. my answer. 
Linda. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Kara because the name is Brokenhorn. How did I get that wrong? Oh, <laughs> that wasn't breeding the queen, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, tus- yeah, they call it tusky, but the the chipped horn's the key. Oh. All right. At least, yeah. Can I guess again? <laughs> sure, right after the... Yeah, I've given the point, but go ahead. Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Uh, <clears throat> what do you, what do you right. know? Much closer. I'm counting on my... I'm counting on the lead I've banked here so far. Yep, six to four. All right. So the humans of the Caprulu sector were exiled as part of a colonization experiment gone awry, but were taken from a massive stock of prisoners back on Earth. What were most of these prisoners imprisoned for? Hmm. Swimming naked in punch bowls at birthday parties. <laughs> um, like some kind of mass, like a like a worker protest, maybe. Like a, I'm trying to think of what Keith would say. Keith would be like for the workers, and he would, you know, there'd be some sort of mass walkout or demonstration or violent uprising or riot or something and then they would get put in prison or something like that all right yeah all right so carrie's taking the carrie's giving an actual answer which means that i'm going to take sort of the opposite because that's historically worked for me in this this game show so yeah so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say public indecency is what i'm is i'm gonna go Go along the lines of my previous answer. I'm going to say some form of mass public indecency, like a like a nudist flash mob or something like that. Well, Kara's much closer. God damn it! <laughs> yes. The, How the, did this strategy uh, fail? the The actual answer was a transhumanist panic. In cyber, most of the prisoners were cybernetically and genetically augmented, and a fascist government takes over earth and tries to purify mankind basically. And that is where psionics come from. It was that era of genetic modification. Oh, that's way cooler than what I thought of. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. But way less interesting than what I thought of. (laughs) Who's the real winner here? (laughs) I, I, I yearn for a punt for more punchable swimming in Starcraft. Uh, I'll just say that. <laughs> there should be like that should be the opening scene of the next Starcraft game. <laughs> swimming in punchables. <laughs> yep. It's yeah, no, it's like it's like there's like a like a Zerg swimming through water and then like the camera pans out and you realize it's a giant punch bowl at a birthday party. Yeah. And then, you know, the story naturally somehow segues from there. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. All right. So as as has been teased, um, Tarsonus is is definitely going to get the uh, bad of it by the end of this book. But how was Tarsonus destroyed? Is this something we would actually know if we finish reading Starcraft Ghost Nova? Nope. No. Okay. (laughs) No no spoiler. Um, How was Tarsonus destroyed? I think they only vaguely hint at it, but you would not know it just based on the book. Like, uh, it must be like blown up by a massive uh, ship or something. <laughs> it's blow. Maybe it was blown up. 
<laughs> oh, oh, it was blown up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, that. Wow. Yeah. That's I can really see that now, Kara. Good. Wow, man. You really dug to the core of it. Jeez. How did you do that? The, the, the book Ooh. ends with just and then everything blows up. It, was it all blown blew up. up. We don't know what happened. It was, it was right here a second ago. It was blown up uh, by Mengsk or someone. Blown up by the Zerg Queen. <laughs> I'm gonna really come back. Awesome. I'm gonna come back to love based answers. <laughs> uh, that's probably a bad idea. Um, how about uh, COVID? Is that is that sure? <laughs> Kara, what was your final answer? <laughs> blown up by Mexk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sad part is well not quite blown up but uh you said blown up by the zerg queen and that's partially correct so oh, no! and it's actually makes is partially correct too um makes lures this makes lures the zerg by the billions using a device he stole from the confederacy to tarsonis and the zerg devour the planet oh they devour Good. it wow they must be very hungry they are very hungry that is that is their thing well, now the planet the planet's still crap. around everyone dies <laughs> Oh, okay. Carol, once again, playing the if you talk for long enough, eventually some of your answers <laughs> will, will be correct. Look, a car- card here. I gotta do something when <laughs> the alternative is love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that when the alternative is love, you have to do very little, but well, that's we'll, true. Yeah, I don't, I, I think mean, Carol would. You could say the Zerg were very much in love with the planet. And that's then just, true. You that's true. Surian, you didn't think about that. Huh? Oh, you got me. Uh, All right. Um, let's see. All right, here we go. In atmosphere, Zerg mutilists flap their wings for flight. But in space, how do Zerg mutilists fly? This is one my, my Lord Discord really wanted me to ask. Definitely, definitely rockets. Definitely little rockets attached to all of their feet, and the rockets just blast them through space. I think it's by fart. By oh my fart. god, Kara, you're actually completely correct. Yeah, <laughs> they expel gas to to move around in space. You are you literally nailed the question. That is no. so I thought they would not. I thought my Lord Discord wanted to ask that because it's considered one of the stupidest things in the setting. No. That is fucking incredible. No way. No that way. is the best lore that's ever existed in anything ever. Oh my god. Did, right. Keith, did Keith invent that one too? No, sadly Keith did not invent that one. Oh. I wish. I I wish. Oh. You can ask Keith about it and he'll probably be very confused. An alien powered by farts. That's incredible. Yes. By little little toots across space. All right, uh, all right. Let me scroll through some of these. Um, what's, our, what's our what's our scoreboard right now? Kara just took the lead, six to seven. <gasps> da, da, da. Oof. Oof. Oh, here's a all here's right. a here's the one you kind of have some fun with in the StarCraft Unis universe. How does FTL travel work? Oh, um. <clears throat> well, uh, there is obviously a crystal or a hive mind or a collective connected spiritual consciousness and it 
uh, penetrates the the veil of physical and connects across space. And Chris, there's crystals. I, I you didn't tell I me you're. You didn't tell me you were writing for StarCraft, Davey. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, no, no, just hang, let me, hang on, let me get a couple, let me cram a couple more ideas in here, all right? And, uh, and love, I don't know, maybe love has something to do with it. And, uh, uh, and also they, there's an electro, there's an electrical aspect. Oh, it's psionics. There's psionics that's a part of it. And uh, definitely crystal something somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. That's my answer. Kara? there's like some psionic bees that if you squish them all into a very tiny space then they're almost like a little ftl drive engine but when you tell them you want to go fast into space they just they do a psionic bee power and uh i I swear to fucking god if kara gets this point (laughs) i'm 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 giving it to neither because I'm genuinely impressed, Dave. You went through every single science fiction concept and still missed it. <laughs> it's it's opening a dimen- it's opening a wormhole to a pocket dimension named warp space, and then going I through there. Said, fam- you- I said, you said a lot of things. <laughs> the veil. You could have had it, Davey. Space times. I said you go through another thing. Come on. She said bees. She said bees. You can't say we're on the same level there. You can't say that that was, that that was equally off the thing. She said bees. Bees hey, are Zer- so much hey, going- your weird stories about Zer- Actually, that's a good point. Zerg coming together are is kind of like bees coming together to open a wormhole because they come together. I swear to God! I swear to God! Thank you, Davy. I'm giving you it to Kara. Talking, you so, all, both of you stop talking now. Thank you, Davy. Definitely. No, no points. No points. <laughs> I want no points to anyone. <laughs> all right uh, okay um this is a more game i guess this is a more gameplay question but um so in the gameplay of starcraft one all worker units have a shared attribute that means they don't trigger spider mines which detect motion what is this attribute uh just the workers uh it's not just all the workers share it but there are a few other units that have it they don't they hover above the ground um, is that true? No, that's not true because the definitely the Zerg definitely the the Zerg don't. Uh, I don't think it's hover. I'm gonna say, oh man, what if it's hover? Well, I can't guess hover. Uh, I'm gonna say they are. Uh, uh, they have the power of love. Love. <laughs> in love with each other they're in love with spider mines so they never set no the off. spider mine is in love with them oh. so the spider mine can't I, I so that's what i would say if i wasn't behind in points right now so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna give i'm gonna say lightness like they are you know spacious inside it is actually hover that is <laughs> oh dang yeah the wait dra- so they're all you, yes all if you look hovering Yep, if you look at them, they actually float off the ground, uh, yeah, including the Zerg drone. Yeah, the Zerg really? drone. Yeah. As a, it is no a relic. Idea. 
back in the day, uh, StarCraft was all space-based, so the workers would have to fly to asteroids and back up and back. So it's a bit of a relic of that. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Tarsonis is said to be one of the core worlds of the Terran Confederacy. Name one other core world. (laughs) Obviously Antigua Prime. Antigua! Um, I literally, that's the only planet that I know that isn't Tarsanas on this whole thing. Uh, If it's not Antigua Prime, it's a made-up nonsense word to me. um, I can't think of literally any other (laughs) planets in the whole of StarCraft. Um... God, there must be like one that like oh, there, there literally opens on one. No, I'm gonna say Core Hall. I'm oh yeah, Sons Core of Hall. Hall. something about Core Hall. Okay, well Tarsonis. I'm just gonna say tar, tar, um, Antigua Prime. Tarsonis. <laughs> well, Davey got it. Anti- I, <laughs> Antigua Prime is not a core world, but tar, but Core Hall was. Yes. Yeah. Mm, coming back. Actual yeah. answers now. Look at me. Okay, uh, this one's going to be a tough one, but so the people of the Kamprulu sector are known for strict network security. What is Fagan's screensaver? (laughs) Oh no. You're you're playing with fire, my friend. I know. (laughs) You're you're playing playing with fire here. This has been a... We've we've seen this go real bad. <laughs> I, I caught up. I've seen your episodes. This is it's gone real bad in the past. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say it's <laughs> it's. Do you want the points, Davey? <laughs> it's Brian. Brian is. Brian is chasing Stewie in a circle because Stewie's has wearing a dog <laughs> costume and Peter's got I don't know Peter's farting and and it's just running they're just running in circles chasing each other and and they're all farting. This is from the hit animated television series Family Guy. Kara, <laughs> uh, do you want to take it to have at it? Peter being like, okay. I'll give one to both of you. Yes. yes. See how many StarCraft it's, nerds know that one. It's, huh? it's my pity for your slow descent into insanity. How many? How many? How many of these dorks you got over there in the StarCraft wiki could have gotten that one right? Now, uh, now, yeah, like I said, this is this is inspirational quarterly lore now. That's right. Yeah, this right. is getting added into the wiki, is what I'm Please, please no. Please no. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I think we're on our last one. Um, oh, my God. Wait, what's the score? Uh, eight to ten. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, is Kara ahead? Yes, Kara's ahead. Ah! I could add another I, one. For some reason, I thought it was, <laughs> for some reason, I thought it was, I thought it was closer than that. Oh, no, it, it's, yeah, eight to ten. <sighs> well, that means I've lost. Well, okay. I can. If you win this one, I'll if do. If I win this one, we'll 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 do a tiebreaker. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I'll, I'll, find, I'll come up with something. So the primary, the, the, the core Protoss of StarCraft are known as the Kali, and they're bound together by something called the Kala. What is the Kala? Love! Oh, no. no. What if it actually I'm... is love this time? <laughs> um, uh, they're bound together. It's just like, say again. Bees! Can you... Can you... Yeah, it's the easy. primary protoss of, of StarCraft are the Kali, and they are bound together by a, by something called the Kala. What is the Kala? Uh, it's a electromagnetic force. I don't know. I I am going to give an answer here. It's um, it's like a old alien artifact, and there's a crystal, and it connects through a sort of pocket dimension. And it's love-based, and it's uh, psionic, and um, there you is... You don't want to list everything. This is my answer, okay? You get your answer. You have your time. Now the it's my part, time. The sad All part right? is, Davey's, this is an answer that Davey was actually almost correct with love. And, and and mostly spot on. Yes, it is I'm just going to go with love. Yeah, I'm just going to go with love. It is an emotional wavelength that the Protoss share, an, an interconnected web of emotions and memories. Love wins. Love wins. Love wins. Yes. Right. Uh, I'm going to have to. I have to come up with a. What about random. something from the editor? Something that you found in the in the StarCraft editor, and you can quiz, quiz us on that. This is, okay. We'll, we'll do that's, this as the tiebreaker. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, or actually, it would bring it to a tie, but whatever. Point the tie creator. The tie creator. Um, yeah. So recently, we uncovered world's a... World's first tie creator yeah, in competitive, in competition. Recently, in the editor, we uncovered a new gr a group of mercenaries that were cut from the game named E-Block. Who were E-Block? Mercenaries. I'm is sorry, B-Block. B-Block. Is, yeah. is it a spoiler to say if these are humans? Uh, yeah, they're humans. Uh, I You would know, yeah, they're... They're humans. Okay. I'm going to say they were a band of... Ooh. StarCraft takes place in like 2500. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Here's my answer. Here's my answer. They were a sworn band of uh, like fighter, I guess, military kind of unit from modern day from like the year 2000 and they were like a really closely knit unit and then they got frozen they got frozen and then they were re they were unfrozen in the year 2500 but they so they have their old-fashioned kind of like traditional ways but they're they're like a real unit of you know like they're really into this you know and now, but now they're in StarCraft world, you know, and it's like, oh, look at how their wacky ways clash with these sci-fi future kind of people. So, you know, you called them mercenaries. So that seems highly unlikely to be consistent with my answer. But yeah, but I do like your answer. That's what I'll <laughs> I go want with. That. I want that now. That's uh, what I'll go with. Um, so if their name is B-Block, it sounds to me like they were prisoners somewhere and they were, like, they escaped from jail maybe or, like, a prison somewhere and 
they've now decided to make you know like make their living as like uh mercenaries i guess <laughs> uh carrie you got it pretty close yeah they <sighs> were they were part of the reaper program which are convicts who are too crazy for their mind white program and those were the ones that decided to abandon the dominion and find their own way as mercenaries robbing the dominion oh nice so, so yeah kara so uh as with our thai creator question kara wins Hooray! You're the StarCraft lore master. Congrats. That is so, so unlikely. <laughs> I'm making a small what? trophy what? for myself made out of toilet paper because. <laughs> surely, surely you have, I'm sorry, and surely you have a, a kind of inner echelon, an elite sort of, you know, inner ring of StarCraft devotees that Kara now gets added to, right? Oh, yeah. C- certainly. Yeah. The, the StarCraft Illuminati, where yeah, we. Yeah, exactly. I'll make like yeah. a little T- TPF badge out of a toilet roll or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because I just want to say, just because I lost today doesn't mean that I don't consider myself a, an expert in the world of Starcraft. Um, I think that my answers, maybe my answers were coming from Starcraft games and media that have yet to be created. And maybe I'm sort of too far thinking and I'm too knowledgeable of StarCraft to where I can't even tell the difference between what will be made and what has already been made. I mean, so, I'm, dating, I'm just saying I think you should make a video game. Like, if you've not made a video game, you should definitely make a video game. I'll think about making video games. You should I'll make some video One day. I'll consider it. Yeah, yeah, I'll consider the, that. The StarCraft parable. Uh, we can make like a fan mod, Davey. If we started making a fan mod of all our stupid ideas, <laughs> that is true. What if we made a? What if we it's, modded all of our dumb ideas into StarCraft? There is yeah. a huge custom campaign community for StarCraft and a really powerful editor. So go nuts! <laughs> oh, amazing! I mean, it's not like me and Davey don't make video games yeah. normally. So how hard could it be? <laughs> Please, we need any kind of campaign. <laughs> So sorry, and you you mentioned that there you were asking people on on your Discord. Is there like like do you talk like do people discuss our podcast at all? Is there any? Um, once in a while, I will. I'll, I'll get a response of I haven't caught up. What's what's been going on with that podcast? Okay, yeah, yeah. That but is yes. sim- so that is the similar sentiment expressed by all of my friends and loved ones. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, my wife always like, so was your podcast nice? And I'm like, yeah, it was nice. She's like, what did you discuss? And I'll be like, I am definitely not going to spend the time telling you. <laughs> well, my wife earlier this week was, was said, why aren't they updating yet? It's like, oh, well, we're doing our thing later. It's like, you made them delay the podcast? I wanted to hear more. <laughs> So I'm I'm in hot water for making this go late. No, no, no. It's it's I'm all right. We had we had all sorts of scheduling stuff this week. But uh but I'm thrilled that we got to do a little uh a little holiday thing here cuz yeah. I've always wanted to do like a holiday episode of something and I've never been able to, but now I can. And it's great. Yeah. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very Christmas themed. Yeah. Exact yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Do you know what? I didn't realize before, but um, so apparently because American seasons of TV are so long that you normally do a Christmas episode in the middle of a run, whereas in the UK, we do a Christmas special one-off because we only usually have six or eight episodes in a season. 
Yeah. So that's you know, I have noticed that. Yeah. Huh. So we do right. like a special Christmas version that is just a one-off. Um, so there you go. <laughs> Purely know that because of Doctor Who. But <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who. And like, there's a really good Father Ted Christmas episode as well, which is my favorite. Oh. So in that sense, I think the Inspirational Quarterly is more like an American television program in that the Christmas episode is a sort of integral part of the whole of the pod of the of the show right yeah like this is a kind of deeply embedded you know it's not you can't skip the christmas episode here because it's so vital to an understanding of what happens across the entire rest of the of the show yeah it's part of the run because if it were like a one-off like in the uk then it would have to stand alone by itself yeah exactly yeah but this Um, is deep in your run no this is this is like this is everything discussed in this in this episode is lore now is is canonical for as far as I'm concerned. Got to start inspirational quarterly wiki. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, if you like, secretly cool. nested in the Star wiki. <laughs> Slowly, yeah. yeah. It, if you can find it, then you get to you get to dig into the into the inspirational quarterly wiki. Um, well, there we go. Uh, thank you so much, Subsurian. That was really thank fun. Thank you for bringing that, me on. That was amazing. That was super good. Uh, and uh, and I would personally like to uh, echo, I would personally like to say a holiday sentiment. If I was going to send one sort of vibe out into the world this holiday season, it would be love. <laughs> <laughs> I would send bees. As we know, love works twenty uh, percent of the time, according to this. I, love worked it. Love, <laughs> love, love works eventually. And bees work one hundred percent of the time. Bees do work one hundred percent of the time. They are very busy. Uh, there we go. So, Sorian, do you have a ho- a holiday sentiment for our um, listeners? Uh, happy holidays. Um, yeah. That's about all I got. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, thank you so much for hosting this podcast. Yeah, thank you for coming on my podcast. Oh, I, I'd be, I'm so happy to come. Anytime you want to have me back on, I'd yeah. be thrilled. That would be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to bring you on uh, next time. That'd be wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> and as always, thank you, Keith, as well. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> and as always, because it wouldn't be possible. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. Bye. Bye. Bye.